Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened Podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and today I am going on a few little riffs around certain things that came up with clients and also in my own life and conversations I've been having and just what I've been noticing. And so one of the things I've been consciously working on is breaking patterns because from these life changes that have been going on and just becoming really more in tune with my emotions and maybe the thought patterns coming up and certain things that are not in alignment or cyclical patterns that are showing up in my life. This has really been a work on tuning in and taking responsibility for what am I not liking and what is not feeling in alignment and how might I be contributing to that? And so one of the things that I've been really working on is embodiment and integration because one of my big values is freedom. And so this means my lifestyle. My lifestyle needs to really evoke freedom. It's really important for me. And if I get really frustrated, I notice that I am probably not meeting my values and the biggest one, which is freedom. And so one of the things I really had to look at is where am I not feeling free in my life, in my business, my relationships? And where am I not embodying the kind of person I want to be, the kind of life I want to live? And so one of those things was looking at the rigidity that sometimes I have with my schedule, my business, um, work, and not really allowing flow to happen or spontaneity because spontaneity used to be such a big trigger for me. I remember when somebody would offer like a last minute um, offer or, you know, let's go do this thing or yeah, just like an activity or whatever. And if it wasn't something that was planned ahead of time, I remember I would get really triggered. Like, no, I can't do that. It's not on the plan. And I've been noticing that I've been starting to let that go more and more. And as a result, when this happens, I'm actually less triggered. And I can take a pause and just kind of sit with myself and really tune into, oh, would I actually like to do this? Because a lot of the time, for me at least in my situation, obviously every situation is different, but the rigidity was not necessary. Like, oh, do I have to work right now? It's been raining all week. It's really sunny. My partner's asking me to go for a road trip, like a, you know, a little afternoon road trip. And before there would be so much resistance. And now it, it was almost like this, um, this battle of thoughts and convincing myself, no, I can't, I, I have to work. Whereas I could really just work more another day or work at another time. And this is where I also realized that I was not embodying the kind of life that I want to live and really meeting these values. And so this was just a small pattern of instead of just forcing myself to work for the next few hours and really not enjoying it and just, you know, wishing that I was outside, I took like two hours off and I went with my partner and went for a little mini road trip. And this really shifted my energy because I was starting to embody what I wanted to experience. And of course, this doesn't just mean like, okay, we're not going to work anymore. And we're just going to never do anything that is required, for instance, in business or whatever, or for work. But it was really about looking at what is the truth here? Like, 
can I actually take a few hours off? And do I want to? And how does that feel? And this is also just kind of perpetuating or emphasizing the life that I want to live, which is I'm not, I'm not wanting to work every single second of every single day. I really want more freedom in my life. I want to be able to create an impact and do work that I love and make more, um, you know, attract more abundance, but not while burning out and not while working every hour of every day. Like I don't want to live in this rigidity and I see that this is totally possible and it's totally possible to create that. And so how can I start to embody that on a small level right now? So that was a pattern that I was starting to break. And then even just with thoughts, like noticing when I am getting triggered, even if it's by comparison or social media and noticing the thoughts that I'm having about that. And so there was one specific experience with social media where I was getting triggered and I was having all these defeating thoughts about myself. But then I paused and I decided to not go down that rabbit hole. And I wanted to look at what is actually the truth of the situation? Does this actually mean that I'm not cut out for this, that I'm a failure, et cetera? No, it actually does not mean that at all. What is the meaning here? What is an objective observation of what's happening here? So maybe it could be like, oh, nobody liked my post. That means that I'm a failure. My business is never going to work. Nobody cares, whatever. Is that actually the truth? What's the observation? No one has liked my post yet. That's just a neutral observation. No one has clicked the like button and there could be multiple reasons for that. It doesn't necessarily have to mean anything about you or that you're a failure or any of these things. And so this is where we start to shift to the present where this is where we can create new realities instead of constantly following the same thought. No, I can't take a little bit of time off. I have to work oh, this means I'm a failure. And we literally just follow these thought patterns that make us feel like garbage. And then they literally just keep us in this cycle of doing the same habitual behaviors and keeping the same habits and patterns going. And so this is where I invite you to start noticing where do you start to grasp for these thoughts? Like what are the recurring thoughts and how do they make you feel? So noticing what are the repetitive thoughts that come up for you? during your day and how do they make you feel? And then looking at, well, is this the absolute truth? Is there another truth here that is possible? And even looking at certain habits that are patterns that might not actually be meeting your values and where you really want to start to embody your values instead. And this is where we can take little shifts of, you know, even just taking a pause between a reaction so that you can start to take different action steps. You can start to show up differently. And this is where we're really breaking those old subconscious programs and those pathways, and we're starting to rewire them. So I'd, invite, I'd love to invite you to look at that in your own life. Like where can you start to embody the kind of life that you wanna live and the kind of person that you wanna be? In those little moments, like what does that look like for you? And now I want to get to another topic that came up with um, a client, which is falling off the wagon, because this is also kind of stemming into patterns where we use certain words or we think certain thoughts that are actually not serving us. And they are either 
leading to behaviors and habits that are not serving us either, or they make us actually avoid doing certain things that we actually want to do, or we quote unquote are being called to do um, to really expand and grow and evolve. Because a lot of the time we don't even notice what terms we're using and how they make us feel and what they lead us to. And so falling off the wagon is one of those terms. And this is where we wanna first bring conscious awareness because that's where change starts. And so when we're talking about falling off the wagon, this is just an example, but you can use this with any like recurring thoughts you have or words that you use. But what, how does it make you feel? Like, what is the energy of the words? Is it more of an expansive feeling or is it a contractive feeling? When you say those words, when you think those words, falling off the wagon, getting back on the wagon, I notice a lot, it's more of this heavy energy. Like it's not propelling us to move forward for the most part. And another question you want to look at is what does it make you do or not do? So it might make you lean towards addictive tendencies or emotional eating or coping mechanisms. So that might like lead you to these behaviors or it might make you avoid certain things. Like for instance, obvious ones are eating healthy, choosing healthier options, cooking your own meals. Um, you know, maybe it's even around lifestyle, like going to bed earlier, moving your body, those certain things. Like a lot of the time it's more of, I'm avoiding the healthier habits and choices, and I'm going to lean into the habits and tendencies that are more self-soothing, but also not serving me. So this is where you want to get conscious and really aware of what that looks like for you. When you think these terms or you say these words, where does it lead you to? Does it lead you to somewhere where you want to be? So that's the first part. And the second part that I was bringing to my client was instead of shaming yourself and being like, I fell off the wagon, I need to try harder, I need to get back on the wagon, which is very often not effective, let's be honest. <laughs> We just tend to fall off the wagon and get back on the wagon. Then we fall off the wagon. It's just this continual repetitive cycle that is not effective or serving us. And so instead of shaming ourselves, we want to look at a reframe and remembering that there's really no self-sabotage. It's only self-protection. Everything that we're doing is actually serving us but it depends what is it serving and who is it serving, like what part of you. And so a reframe that I gave was I chose to, whatever it was, the action that you did that you deem is falling off the wagon. So a lot of people, it's like choosing the unhealthy food. I chose to eat the donut, for instance, because I wanted. What did you want? What were you looking for when you made that choice? Because there was a reason for you making that choice, right? You wanted something or you were trying to meet a need. And that is most often subconscious. So we want to bring this to light. I chose to eat the donut because I wanted pleasure. I wanted connection. A lot of the time it's like in these social situations, we don't want to be the odd one out. We don't want to be a nuisance, quote unquote. We don't want to be potentially creating a conflict. We don't want to rock the boat or, you know, create more attention for ourselves. We just want to fit in. So maybe it's because you want to fit in. 
really want to get honest and look at what was it for you? What were you wanting in this circumstance? What was the need that was trying to be met? And this is where we can start to understand, oh, I'm choosing things for a certain reason. And yes, it can be subconscious. There is a need that's trying to be met here. And if we don't look at it, then it's going to still be driving the show. And we're just going to be thinking or arguing that we're doing it because I'm lazy, I'm unmotivated, I'm whatever. No, actually, you chose this because of a certain reason. So what is the reality of the situation here? We really want to look at this objectively and honestly, and this is where we can start to shift this. Because then we can actually look at what am I actually wanting and needing here? And that's what came after the reframe, right? Like maybe you're really looking for fun or pleasure or connection. There's so many different values that might actually be trying to be met here. So what is it for you, right? Because now we want to look at, well, if I wanted connection, is that really the only way that I can be connected? And is the donut really the choice that I want to make? Because a lot of the time we don't feel good after eating the food that is not healthy, right? We don't actually feel physically good, mentally good, emotionally good. And a lot of the time, that's not actually the choice that we wanted to make, but we felt like we had to maybe. And so this is where we can really look at, well, did I really want to choose that? Is that really the only way that I can meet this need of, for instance, connection, right? So this is where we can get really honest with ourselves and even look at what is actually going on here? What was I wanting? What was I needing? And if you were trying to avoid something like conflict, we can also start to look at that and start to really get honest with that. Look at the, the truth here. Would that actually create a conflict? Is that absolutely true? And if it did create a conflict, could you handle it? What could you do about it? Right? So this is where we can start to look at, because a lot of time it's fear that's driving this, like we're trying to avoid something, but then we start to look at the fear and we start to question the fear. Like, is it actually that scary? If somebody says something like, oh, you're not going to have ice cream. Well, you don't want the donut. Oh, you're being healthy or whatever it is, right? Like making comments. First of all, we don't even know if they would do that. And second of all, is that something that I really truly fear? And does it even matter, right? Because when we start to be really honest with ourselves and our values and what we truly want, then we can start to make empowering decisions regardless of what other people are doing. When we don't get honest with ourselves and we just avoid even looking at, you know, what is the underlying need here, our values, or what am I actually wanting? Then we just keep these motivators driving our behaviors unconsciously, aka we aren't aware of them, so we keep repeating them because they are driving our behaviors under the surface, right? And so this is why inquiry is so powerful. And this is coming from a place of compassion and even without bringing judgment, right? We're not, we're not here to shame ourselves or judge ourselves for the choices that we're making. We're really being honest with what are the choices that we're making? Do we want to keep making these choices? And 
why might we, why might we be repeating these choices, habits, behaviors? So that is a reframe for you that I would love for you to use if this is something you think that would serve you or it's resonating. And if it's something that you do resonate with in terms of falling off the wagon, starting to look at how does that really resonate with you? How does that term make you feel? What does it make you do or not do? Using the reframe, I chose to, whatever it was, or I chose because I wanted dot, dot, dot. And it could have been you wanted something or you wanted to avoid something. And now we want to look at really what's the reality of the situation and what do we actually want? How can we meet that need in a healthier way? So this is just something that you can start to look at and use um, to start to shift that pattern of falling off the wagon. And I would recommend just deleting that from your vocabulary because it's most often not serving you. And then we're just perpetuating this idea that is actually not even accurate. Really, there is no wagon that we're falling off of. We're just making choices that are in alignment are not in alignment. And so this is where we get to start to really become the co-creator of our life by becoming conscious of our choices instead of just letting them run us because we're lazy, we're unmotivated, we're whatever, right? And so this is so powerful when you start to look at really what's underneath the surface here, because then you start to show up as the person who is actually making decisions and choices from a conscious place. So I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions about this. If you want me to expand further, I'd love to hear from you. Instagram's the best place, my email as well. And if you got anything out of this, you have any aha moments you want to share, don't hesitate to share on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. And before I hop off, I do want to let you know that the Mind Body Alignment and Subconscious Reprogramming masterclass and workshop is live. Now you can watch the replay if you haven't tuned into it yet. Uh, We go through a lot of this kind of stuff that we talked about on the podcast inside the masterclass in depth. So I will put the link in the show notes. And if you're wanting to go deeper with this, if you're really wanting to work one-on-one together on your health and wellness goals, your personal development, your happiness, all of that, I am opening up just a few more spots in April. So I will put the programs that are open right now in the show notes as well. Fem Harmony is my program that's more around um, hormone balancing, but then also looking at, you know, the cycle syncing and the infradium rhythm and our feminine energy so that we can really live in alignment with our rhythms and our cyclical patterns and our female body, our endocrine system, while really supporting the body on a holistic level for healthy balanced hormones. And the Rising Woman is my signature four-month program for the woman who's going through her own awakening, essentially. She is really wanting to step into that co-creator energy of her life. So this is a holistic healing and transformational program for the woman who's ready to shift her energy, her emotions, her mindset, her relationship with herself, her relationship with her body, that she can feel aligned, healthy, and at peace in mind, body, and soul, and really step into her power so she can really step into that co-creator 
of her life, instead of just letting life happen to her, she is actually stepping up and really starting to create that shift internally, which is going to affect everything in your life. Because this work doesn't just affect your physical health, your mental health, your emotions, but also your relationships, the things you attract into your life, your career, money, abundance, etc. So if any of that resonates, if you're wanting to go deeper with this, all of the links are in the show notes. I would love to chat more with you. Um, you can always DM me on Instagram and I will leave it there and I'll talk to you next time.